Tyler Perry movie, right? Oh God, I didn't finish it, but I saw most of it. <laughs> we're, going, we're going to start with this Tyler. That Perry. wig, yo, that fucking wig. Yeah, them wigs are. Cr- Where did he find these jumps? At? Who makes them for him? Like, why did he get them jumps? There's know, better wigs. Than, there's quit. better wigs. Why are they necessary though? Like nobody told him that wigs need to happen. <laughs> like Maybe Tyler he's had trying a to keep the theatrical yeah. aspect, like like it's in the theater. You know, what I mean? like Tyler could have wore his regular hair and been like and just looked like his regular self and played the role he played. That wig had nothing to do with his role. Like I'm like, yeah, oh, you I wasn't even to... talk about Tyler's hair. I was talking oh, the about the other dude. Nigga. Yeah, he could have been a bald nigga. Yeah, why wasn't he just bald? Yeah. Let's back up a bit. Let's back up. So it's mm-hmm. been a while. Y'all haven't seen us or heard of us in about a month. So I'm Greg. I'm joined by my co-host. What's hey, up, y'all? You boy- Chris Cash. Oh, my bad, bro. No, you good. You good. That's you. You're right. I'm, I'm tripping. I haven't been here in a while. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm back. CJ's back. I'm sorry. I've been out of order. Chris, oh, you got it. Oh, yeah. No, nah, you know. I already know what it is. It's your girl, Chris Cash. It's been a minute, but I'm here. What's going on, y'all? Hey. Your boy, CJ. CJ City. And it's Q. You probably heard my voice more, more than <laughs> you on the other show, but you know on, on the other shows, yes. But man, we got a pocket. I'm gonna just go briefly over exactly what they are. Um, we're gonna obviously talk about Tyler. That's where we're gonna start. We're gonna talk about Bad Boys, um, Antonio Brown, Delonte West, Nick Cannon, and this whole Orlando Brown thing. Meek Mill, Ti by in the studio. As well as we'll get through our Super Bowl predictions. We're also going to do First 48. We're going to switch it up. We'll do the news first and then do First 48. And then, you know, obviously what's bothering us. But since it's 2020, before we get into Tyler Perry, like, how did y'all start y'all new decade? I started my new decade. Mm, I did a lot. So, I mean, whoever wants to go first, because I I have a whole breakdown of what I changed in the new year. (laughs) When you family man, I'm, I'm a you family what? man. You go first. I'm a man, CJ's a family man now. CJ, oh shit, man now. Wow. Yeah. And yeah, I purchased a dog. You know what I mean? I'm oh, I moved. Like I said, I moved. I think I told y'all a couple of shows back. I moved with my girl. Mm-hmm. I was about to make this shit like a really official. official. So, all right. It's like some family shit. Only thing, only thing missing is the ring, which I'm saving mm-hmm. up for. That's what I like. That's what. Dude, I like. that's great, CJ. Yeah, get some soundboards going. Dang, like. <laughs> Only thing missing is the official ring and the official ceremony. Everything else is in line already. Like we got all the all the main shit in line. Like the commitment and everything is there. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. The basics. The, the basics. The, 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 the important shit. The important shit. You know, all the glamorous, the flashy shit coming. You know, you know, money's involved. <laughs> so you know, so that you gotta. <laughs> you got to get his bag together to get all that to the surface. But, yeah, the basics of it, like you said, what it's supposed to be, all that's already in place. Exactly. The foundation. Mm-hmm. I got to do a foundation. Mm-hmm. And I, that's, I'm telling you, it's good to hear. Yeah, yeah. Really ruined, like, how relationships are through, like. Yeah, I don't know how happy I am to be out of the damn dating pool, man. Right. That shit is hell. Hell, <laughs> That shit is hell. <laughs> I'm so happy to be out of dating pool, man. Goodness. What about you, Chris? Like, how are things? Well, okay, so my decade has been starting off pretty good. Mm. I um I cut off like a lot of sugar, 
and spending unnecessary bread that I um was spending. So I haven't been buying lunch at work. And mm-hmm. if you know me, I was buying lunch like every single day. Mm-hmm. Haven't done that. Um, I've been working out, going to Orange Theory. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also do the Peloton workouts at my gym. If Peloton is listening, I use y'all a lot. Friend of the show. <laughs> yes. And um, yeah, so basically I said to myself, I was like, yo, I'm about to carry myself with a whole new energy. And if that means like leaving certain people behind or like dead in certain relationships or making new friendships, I've really just been doing that. Cause I've, I realized like in the last decade, though I didn't do bad, like I started it off kind of tough. I was just, you know, starting adulthood. But hey, towards my that, end, I'm beautiful. like, yeah, I'm really just at the point where I'm like, hold up. I'm going to the next chapter of my life. Mm-hmm. I want to have good, positive energy around me. And what can I do that will make my life better in 10 years? So you first know, it, was taking care of my body. Of course. Because you already know, like, you working out now for 40. Yep. So I just was like, oh, okay. I'm getting on my fitness stuff. I'm working on my career, figure out what my next move's going to be. Me and my homegirl, we think about starting a business. So y'all going to hear about that too. Okay. But yeah, 2020 been so far so good for me. And you know what I wanted to uh, relate on what you just said, Chris? And mm-hmm. To add to what you said, you said leaving people behind. Honestly, when you do that, I don't like to use the term leave people behind. You kind of, mm-hmm. you, you can force the people, you force them to grow. But look, it's unnatural to not grow. Like you have to grow. Mm-hmm. Everything grows as a living specimen. Mm-hmm. Everything grows. So you have to grow. And if you, you just been an example for those who's not growing, like, hey, you got to grow with me. Mm-hmm. I can't stay stagnant with you because I start to feel, you know, that's what anxiety you know, well, I guess anxiety, leaving, anxiety. Leaving, people, leaving people behind might have been a bad term. I'm just more so like trying to foster the relationships that have come to me that I've been holding out on because I'm trying to hold on to these relationships that's not moving. So it's not that I'm necessarily letting y'all go, but I'm letting y'all do what y'all want to do. Right. Like, and it don't even, I don't even mean on no relationship stuff. Like I mean, friendships, like I have friends that I hit up like yo let's kick it and i don't hear from them at all so i'm just like yo what am i what am i tripping for when i got new people like good people i've met in the last year or so or even five years mm-hmm. that right is more down for me than my day one that's all i'm right. saying yeah. right yeah I'm, I'm, I'm gonna take your take with that chris like for me um shout out to baylor the great so Baylor had an episode of a show called Find It at the end of like 2019, where he was saying like, you know, you just got to find your happiness, your peace, you know, all the positive things in life. So it kind of got me in gear for 2020 because hearing it from people that you've never met and you just hear them on the shows every week and they're talking about, I'm like, wait, we got a show. Like the examples I get from them are reasons why we do the show as well. So, you know, with me going into 2020, I was like, there's a lot of positive stuff that, you know, it'll come out, you know, throughout the year and stuff like that. But like buying a home, um, using examples around me is reasons for me to improve. Um, I started meditating as well, which I think everybody should try at least once for more than five minutes. So download Calm or what is it like Headspace and all those and just try it out. For me, it was hard because I'm always in my own thoughts. So like for five minutes sitting there doing nothing is rough. But if you keep at it, 
it's worthwhile. Um, therapy as well. A lot of people take that shit for granted um, and they don't use their health benefits the way they should. If you have health benefits, get therapy. Like even if you think you don't need it, nine out of 10, you probably do. That's the reason why you think that way. So go ahead and get the therapy. And for me, more importantly, like the number one rule I'm trying to instill for the next 10 years is to honestly come to terms with me. I can actually be wrong. And simply, I might not know some things. The past 10 years, I've always been the guy that's like, if I don't know it, I have to figure it out. That way I have the answers. Now I'm just like, yo, like if I don't know it, that's fine. Somebody else know it. You can go to them and get the answers. I shouldn't have a person with it. My fault is to add to what you're saying, though, Greg. You know, the therapy, everybody thinks therapy means, you know, just to sit in front of a therapist and talk to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course, that's very lucrative. That works. But therapy can be anything productive that you'd like to do. So if it's something you, if you, if you, therapy can be jogging, therapy can be exercising, therapy can be playing video, therapy can be anything productive that you can do yep. that, that, that entices, that, that, that wakes up your, uh, ambition in your mind yeah and it, therapy so, doesn't necessarily have to be talking to somebody it trust me it's so weird though like with the show like this became a therapy it was like you know what the thoughts that you know q and i had over the past like 10 years they manifested in you know 2018 when we started the show it was like all right like where do we go so now at 2020 i'm hoping that it goes further where we have episodes like we've had last year i felt like we grew as a podcast as like people knowing that this is what we wanted to do in 2020 like cj you've like evolved over the past six months and it's like hell yeah great to see and that's the mama michelle obama (laughs) 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 so it's just good to know that like you have positive people around you who are doing positive things and we're learning from each other we're growing and just all the good things but q i have to leave it with you what did you bring what is your hindsight 2020? Mm-hmm. What is my hindsight 2020? Um, <clears throat> well, I definitely, I think I, I, I really started it last weekend. Um, by chance, I lost my phone again. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> so, you know, I, I got my replacement device, but I didn't activate it until... Monday night. Yeah. And everyone that knows me, including all of y'all, know that I keep my phone in my hand except when I'm at work or whatever. I keep my phone in my hand. And I gotta say, it felt great to be disconnected. People knew where I were this time. People knew where I, people knew where I were. There was no missing persons report, and you know nothing, nothing like that. Um, but to not be connected, yeah. And like I get, you know, don't have to ca- don't have to catch up with everything on you know everything on my phone. Yeah, that's a. That's I'm a- going to try that. I'm actually I'm I'm getting ready to try that more. Like I think you know. In a smaller scale, maybe, um, you know, I, I, I honestly, I encourage, I encourage everyone to try. It. Go a day without, go a day without your phone. Yeah. Go a day without being connected. Like, let people know that you're all right. You know, like, I don't hear, from you, you know, you don't hear from me. It's for a reason. It's not that I don't want to talk to you. It's like, 
I'm trying to unplug yeah. for a second. But you, not, not to cut you off, I felt like what well, I personally feel like the only people that really like check with you, there's two, there's two different groups. So there's the friends and family, the people who actually care about you. And when your presence is missed because they want something out of you or they want something from you. I've noticed that. Like That was even, another reason why. Yeah. I'm sorry to cut you off. That was another reason why I didn't um, reconnect. I didn't reactivate my phone because, uh, yeah, yeah, I know the reason. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. That person, that person. Yeah, boy. Well, that's that's a good tie-in, though. That is a really good tie-in. So since we're talking news, we might as well just start with this Tyler Perry shit. Um, so I haven't seen the film, but I guess before we even dig into it, we need to just discuss the whole writer's room situation when it comes to him there was a really big misconception that Tyler Perry had other writers on his projects. The short answer is he does not. He had a writer's room once upon a time, but he no longer does. But his content hasn't changed over the past, like forever. Cause he's been doing movies for about like what, 20 years or so. So I feel like his content hasn't changed. If anything, like the content has gotten worse. The quality has gotten worse the wigs have gotten worse but the thing is he's feeding a demographic that honestly doesn't care it's just Tyler Perry like you know who your faves are so if your fave does something you're there for it it's like a brand name he's yeah. a brand name yeah it's like Pepsi so this is my thing right this is my thing okay so look the movie I, I seen the movie the mm-hmm. actual content of the movie was not bad he he came from a different angle with it. He didn't have the same type of thing going on. I mean, he usually, you know, Tyler Perry sticks to his guns and everything. And Tyler Perry is not a bad director or, you know, producer or whatever. He's not, he made, I've liked past Tyler Perry movies, but mm-hmm. the fact that he just got his own studio, of course, kudos to him. Congratulations. We love him for that. I love him for that. Congratulations. I did not like this movie because the writing that you were just talking about, Greg. Mm-hmm. Shit was horrible, Greg. It was horrible. The writing was horrible because, okay, film filmography is a is is a form of art. Am I not? Am I, am I, am I correct? It's a form of art. So I know if I go see an art piece and it's not finished, or you didn't you didn't you didn't re- write the you didn't like paint the whole fucking picture. How am I supposed to be like, oh, this is a masterpiece? It's not a goddamn masterpiece. I don't even what the fuck. If you paint a picture of a monument or something, you can't paint half the goddamn monument and expect me to just go from, oh, yeah, but look how, you know, tell it, you know, this is how Tyler Perry painted, though, because, you know, this is a, look at how you use the colors in this and how you like, fuck that. Show me the whole picture. You didn't show the whole picture because it's so many things in that movie that just went unexplained. Yeah. Like, Greg, do you mind? a lot of plot gaps. It was so many plot gaps. And that's that just goes back to me. It's like, okay, this is terrible writing. And terrible writing to me is for a film, makes for a terrible film. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the act the acting wasn't even the acting was not bad. The acting was on point. The act nobody was overacting. The acting was not bad. Uh, Felicia Rashad was like tremendous for what she can work with. It was great. <laughs> you know what you I'm see saying? that they like gave her half the script and was like, wait. I mean <laughs> Make it work, sis. Yeah, she was like, yeah, because they said they filmed it in five days. And you know what? That looked like... Oh, they filmed that movie in five in days? Five, in five days, yes. And it looked, like it, get here. it looked like it was filmed in five days. But it was days. two hours but, long. Exactly. So, <laughs> given the circumstances, 
I don't know if he rushed it because it definitely was rushed. If it was five days, it obviously was rushed. They had to, I don't know if they didn't do a lot of things on the back end to not to meet a deadline and they just had to put it out. Yeah. But let me tell you this, Greg. Do I do you mind if I give you a spoiler? Oh, that's fine. Let me let me get the spoiler tag because we do have that this year. Um we have updated the boards. So uh is that the spoiling tag? <laughs> <laughs> now they got this spoiler alert. There we go. So spoil it. So this is my thing. Okay, the 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 movie is based around a woman who was uh she was in jail. She was locked up behind a murder of a guy that she fell in love with. He was an artist. She fell in love with him. And he ended up, you know, being, of course, an ain't shit nigga. And she supposedly killed him through the process because he did the most. He just did the most. He's like stole her identity, took all her money, took out a mortgage on the house. Her house was paid for. He took out a mortgage on the house, took all that from her. Used up her business card for a job. And like it was like over $300,000 that he took out of her business account for her fucking job and all that shit, right? This is the thing, though, Greg. She's in jail for murder. Murdering him. So mm-hmm. she's telling her story for murdering him. The nigga wasn't dead, Greg. They didn't. They never found a dead body. And they never explained. Wait, what? They didn't. I, I, I they, stopped watching too soon. I didn't even get to that part because the wigs were so bad. I was just like, oh, this is trash. They never found his body. She oh, said. She, she said when she was talking to a lawyer in the um, you know how they that you that the inmate talked to the lawyer inside the you know the little cell or, you know whatever the little interrogation room whatever talked to the lawyer. She was like, okay, but the body wasn't there when I got back. Once it's gone, I think uh, Felicia Rosas character was named Sir. She said, Sir, I guess Sir moved the body. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how the fuck are you locked up and in jail? Did you? Cause they didn't say she turned herself in for murder. They never said none of that. She was copping to a plea. So I don't know if we put the connected two and two. Like, well, maybe she turned herself in for I don't know. She doesn't seem like a woman that'll turn herself in for murder. But okay, she's on trial for murder. She's like, okay, yeah, I'm on trial for murder and I'm gonna cop the plea and whatever. They're gonna give her 15 years and possibly probation for the murder of this guy that she said did all this stuff to her. He was never found. His body wasn't found, and they was gonna try to use this shit to be like, oh, well, she blacked out and dragged this but forensics is supposed to take care of all that. They determine that. You don't come, like, it was just, I'm like, okay, maybe I watched, maybe I know too much. Mm. I don't, so wait, let me wife, ask you this. So Felicia Rashad moved the body after she killed her? Uh, that was the story they was going to go with after we realized the motherfucker was never dead. She hit him in the head with a bat, and he woke up after with, later, with, late, later on and walked out. Him and Felicia Rashad was in on scamming her, pretty much. But oh, she was wait, dead. so she was helping? Yeah, she was helping so wait, 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 hold on, hold on. So let me let me try to paint the picture. So you can't paint it because the shit was incomplete. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to. <laughs> what you said was Alicia Rashad's character is friends with, I guess, what you the say? Girl, yeah, the so, woman who's the, the woman. Right? Yeah. So yeah, and Felicia Rashad, uh, Rashad are friends, right? Mm-hmm. But Felicia Rashad was in on the thing with the dude the entire. Yeah. And we figured the plot out halfway through the movie. I said, okay, somehow, some way, she's in it on this shit. Because she, you know, mm-hmm. she played the she played the innocent, I'm the good friend role, like Claire Hexton or whatever. And I was like, okay, somehow she's the villain in this shit. Because, you know, this is how Tyler Perry goes with his shit. His little twists and turns he tries to do in the movie. Right. But the thing is, he he left, he is, you can't, how is she locked up? And, 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 
in how was she in custody and charged for murder if there was no dead body found? Bingo. But that's what they no were trying to prove, right? Like with the justice system being tried. I don't know. That was a terrible way to prove it, though, Chris. You, everybody uh, knows. Everybody knows you're not. You can't. Uh, if you don't have a body or a murder weapon, you don't really have a case or witness. You don't have a case. You don't have a case. She was locked up with no witness and nobody and nobody. Wait, well, what, wait, what? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm. Yeah, stuck. what? Yeah, look at the movie. You'll see it. They just try well, to go into the plot of her being a woman that's been taken advantage, an older woman that was taken advantage of by a young, handsome guy who was charismatic and all that shit. But okay. they, they focus more on that instead and, and not the actual shit that was actually going on. Like, okay, so, if you killed this nigga, where's his body? Did the funeral happen? Where's the autopsy? What's going on? Oh, they saying she blacked out and dragged the body. Well, forensics is supposed to be determined if she be blacked out and dragged the body. You know that somebody walked out the house or if they drugged that motherfucker out the house. You know this. More importantly, wouldn't somebody notice like he went to a fucking coffee shop or got some McDonald's or something like that? Like, they know, like... This nigga know, eating somewhere, right? I just want to know, like, if he came out with this film in, like, five days, right? This sounds a lot, the plot, at least to me. It sounds like that uh, podcast and the show Dirty John, where, like... The dude mm-hmm. is linking up with the white lady and like taking over money and shit like that. But you know, right. spoiler alert, he ended up dying because the daughter hated him the entire time and she could like read through that shit and she ended up killing him. But right. Perry twisted around. But re- regardless of that, I just need to know two things because I didn't see this movie. One, is Cicely Tyson in it? Yes, she is. Of course. All right, so I know it's trash. Okay, never mind. (laughs) Cicely is in every title. She doesn't. She doesn't have a really major role though. She doesn't have a major role in the movie. She's like a a hint. She's a hint in the movie. That's all she is. She's like a. I would say a hint. That's the best way for me to describe it. She's a hint. Once you see her, she's like an older lady who has like looks like she suffers from dementia and delirious and don't know what the hell going on. So she's definitely she's a hint in the movie though. She's not like a. She's not giving you any type of quotes and nothing like that or talking to nobody. She's she's supposed to be like very delirious and delusional in the movie. Okay, we're going we're going to play guess the plot since I have no clue what this movie is about, um, and I'm trying to piece it together. So Cicely Tyson's a, she's in this movie. Um, mm-hmm. Said she has dementia, right? So I'm assuming here that Tyler. Perry- that's not that's not on record. That's not on record. She doesn't, but she is she is presented. And she's presented to the audience like she doesn't know. She's an older lady who doesn't know what the fuck going on. Okay, so it's not that's not that's not on record though. They they didn't make it clear that she had any type of dementia. Just to let you know. Okay, so is this a thing where they're going and talking to a whole bunch of different like older women? So wait, are they like keeping these old ass women? Man, it's a, it's all a, that shit, all wow. that shit, man, wow. all that shit. So Tyler Perry made a like a sex trafficking, kidnap, black woman exploitation, Dirty John. He tried to hit too many. He tried to do too much content in the movie and end up fucking up the writing in the process. We, we can't have that. I'm sorry. No. And, and, and Greg, like I told you off air, I am a fan of quality shit. And it's not we, like you said, we're going to talk about bad boys later. Bad Boys is considered a black franchise. It's no. a great, it's great fucking production and great movies. Because guess what? Will and Martin and I let you put out no bullshit. It took them so long to make Bad Boys too because they said, no, this shit got to match and it got to be right. Exactly. That's what they said. You know what I mean? So, with me saying that, 
I want Tyler to be on a level of a of a my one of my favorite directors or movie producers or whatever you, whatever that fucking title is. Mm-hmm. Martin Scorsese. I'm used to Martin Scorsese films. I'm not saying Tyler, of course, he's not on that level. Martin Scorsese been doing it for years, been doing it since the early night shit before the early nineties, and just putting out nothing but heat. I want Tyler to get to that level. So I'm not a Tyler Perry hater. I'm like I said, I'm the I'm the proudest of him that he got his own studios. I want him to put out quality shit. I'm more Monsco Scorsese puts out quality shit. He puts out quality shit. It's just good to watch. It's it's, it's good. It's a good film to watch. It's, he paints the whole picture for you. He has a narrator and everything for it. Everything's explained. You but, know what you're watching. You know what I'm saying? Tyler Perry write like uh, Quentin Tarantino. It's all over the place. And Quentin Tarantino shit is so much. It's it's so entertaining because cause you know what you get it with him, but he he, he explains shit too. I, he don't have I, a narrator necessarily, but it's like, hey, somebody's going. His dialogue, Quentin Tarantino's dialogue in his movies is is hands down untouched. Yeah, the dialogue yeah. in his movies is untouched. That shit is crazy. It's, it's funny. It's informative. It's and, it, and, it, and it's, they explain everything. None of that shit really happened. You know what I'm saying? I just wow. So with the Tyler Perry. Right. And I love and I love, don't get me wrong, Tyler has made I love Family That Praise. That was my that was a great movie he made. I feel like Family That Praise was a great movie. I think the Why Did I Get Married was a great friend, a great little thing he did with the movies. That that shit was good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that was good. That was good. I think that was some good shit. That was good. This joint he led with, with him having his new studios, I think it was just a little fucked up. It was a little fucked up. Well, it was a lot fucked up. It's it's funny because in another group text, like you know, one of like one of our friends or whatever, like it was kind of soapboxing form for Tyler saying, "Oh well, you know, y'all just don't understand Tyler and you know his love for women." Blah blah. I'm like, bro, like nothing he does says shit about him loving women. Like, yeah, and we're not trying to we're not trying to shit on him for that content. Yes. Bring more awareness to what black women go through. I'm with that, but do it. Put some quality behind it. Don't don't put some like make it tight. But see, make it tight. that's the thing. Who black women go through that much fucking trauma? Like, and I don't want to say that much because like there could be a whole bunch of different levels of things that they go through. But it's the same shit every movie, yeah. every, and it's always like. The dark skinned, you know, black dude that they're dating, he ain't shit. So she ends up finding out like 46 minutes into the movie that he ain't shit. And she meets some guy at fucking Safeway or grocery store and they pass each other and he's nice to her. And then he sees dude beating her up in the parking lot. Next thing you know, he's taking care of her. She breaks up with the dark skinned dude after that, they get together. It gets, it gets repetitive. <laughs> Predictive. And you find out the light skinned dude got AIDS and shit. You're like, what the fuck just happened? Like, what? The whole time, Greg, I am not opposed to the content of Tyler Perry. I love the content because I, like I said, I love the fact that he's bringing awareness on the struggles that black men, black women, and men have to go through in the community. And shit, whole time his content is what made him rich. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I, I, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Chris, you got I'm going to say, I just, a little devil's advocate here. People always be talking about the shit Tyler Perry produced and it makes black women look bad and it makes, like, the black community look bad. But if you look at white movies, it's not like they be making them look good either. Like, to me, it's more so, like, Tyler Perry is dramatic. His films are dramatic. So what do y'all expect? Like, 
just like Spike Lee's might be fake deep or whatever they want to say his films are. But I don't necessarily Spike Spike, Spike, Spike ran the 90s though. Spike did run the 90s. I mean, yeah, I'm getting it, but I'm saying like making people look bad is drama. Like all films be doing that. No, I I, I, I I love his content. His content is on point. He he definitely struck a gold mine with the content because nobody was telling the story of the black woman and Tyler Perry. Or the black family, for that matter. Or the black family. He he focused in on that, and he that that's what made him who he is. That's what made him rich. But I I want him to grow with the actual production of the film. Make that shit. You think it's exciting. a budget thing, money thing? He got money. He got the money. So it's like, but I'm saying, does he have the money to the capacity of making a major motion picture? Like in this, in this, in this Netflix film, people saying, "Oh, you know, people arguing what's to me." They said, "Oh, it's a Netflix film. Most Netflix." Oh, I wouldn't say that. They said, "Oh, most Netflix films don't be as good as the films have to pay for." I said, "That's bullshit," because Martin Scorsese just put out The Irishman, and that shit was fire. Exactly. And he had all major. You know what I'm saying? It's fire. So, and Netflix not trying to put out nothing that's not fire. Netflix is trying to really corner the game. So, if you're going to come to Netflix, come with. He disappointed me. That's what I'm saying. Because he should have put out some fucking fire. I was expecting fire when I seen this. I'm like, damn, Tyler Perry, fuck this train up. You know what? I I feel a little bit indifferent about it because we. I mean, we got to get bad boys and everything. But I'm gonna say this really quick. Um, Tyler Perry has started the trend of black writers, both men and women, who have great ideas and don't know how to implement them. Like, mm-hmm. Courtney Kemp. Um, the whole power shit. I'm not going to, you know, spoil anything. I'm not going to say anything about the next two episodes other than they are fucking trash. I've already seen them. They already leaked on social media and stuff like that. And we're not going to discuss them until the actual show comes out. However... Yeah, I'm you know, glad I'm not on social media. I missed that. She had three fire seasons of a show. Like, honestly, some of the best TV ever. It made people buy stars. Like, nobody wanted to watch Waste Deep and um, all the Jason Statham movies and shit like that. Like, that's what stars was. And then when they came out with Power, we're like, oh, shit, we got black representation. And 50 Cent was ever exactly. Courtney Kemp. He was like, oh, yeah, she's like... might 50 in the future might Get this nigga tile out the way as far as black production. That's his plan. You could tell that's his plan. He's like, fifty shit be on point. Power is on point. As much as people might be like, oh, power gets on my nerves. I hate everybody. That's the goal. He wants you to hate Eric Curry. He does. But the thing is, and who, and who do you relate to the most? Because somebody hates your ass too. That's <laughs> you know what I'm saying. That show that you can relate to because you hate them all. Like the only yeah. person I related to was fucking Yaz because it's like, I'm not here for this shit, like, at all. Like, I, I couldn't right. put it. So, with power, the, only one who, the only one who really kept it solid as far as that life and power is 2-Bit. Yeah. And 2-Bit is a horrible actor. <laughs> He's a horrible... He overacts every scene, but that nigga kept it solid. But you know why? He's dating Courtney Kemp. So he's, yeah, he's dating that. the writer. He's dating the writer, right. But... And the writing is... A, is a, the writing is, is great. You can't. His power writing is great. You can't say it's not good. I don't know, bro. Is it until the end? I don't know. <laughs> but look, though, no, look. I just got a live update that told me that it might be trash. I don't no, know. Those leaks that y'all seen was planned. Fifty had multiple endings Mm-mm. for that reason. I'm gonna I'm send you the link of the actual episodes. So you can be as disappointed as I am. 
Like the shit, it was so bad. Hey, Greg, you gotta send me that shit, Greg. I will. Yeah, send me that shit. Shit. <laughs> the the shit is so bad that when I watched it, like I watched the leaks first. After I watched the leaks, I was like, I don't care. I'm gonna watch the show or whatever. So there's a Twitter page. I'm not going to say the actual Twitter page because I don't want them to get in trouble. They have an Instagram as well. They posted 28 minutes of the show, like of the season finale, episode 15. So me being ain't shit, I'm on Instagram at work. I'm like, let me just watch these because it can't ruin the show that much, right? You can't show a whole hour and 20-minute show on Instagram. But they did. But they did. Um, Meaning, like, there was nothing important about episode 14 so you had to go and skip episode 15 episode 15 it's not even bad it's just more so like she crammed everything in the last 17 minutes of the show ironically ironically she said it was the best 15 minutes of writing she's done the entire show and it was still bad it's so bad that i actually really like tommy's episode episode here's the thing everybody liked tommy that episode was crazy i here's, loved it here's the difference between tommy's episode and other episodes that's the only episode this season she didn't write <laughs> that's how fucked up this show was hey yo who get the who wrote the tommy spinoff i don't that's the episode i'm fucking with yeah it's so yeah tommy got a spinoff coming. i'm assuming it's the producer or you know, the person who's actually doing tommy's spinoff that wrote that Tommy episode because it had a completely different vibe to it. And it was like, oh, like you felt engaged. There was action to it. There was right. There was actually emotion. It didn't look like everybody was going to go to Chipotle for lunch break because like the show was trash. But there's Murray Blige is supposed to play his ghost mother in one of these spinoffs. If she's, so I guess she's ghost mothers. If she is not two stepping, I don't want to see that shit. Wait, Mary J. Blige. Mary just playing go- Ghost Mother in yeah. a spin-off. What? Mm-hmm. And no, that is not a Tyler Perry. And Method is supposed to be some type of prominent figure, too. You said who? Method Man. Yeah, Method. I heard that. Method Man is like the star of the spin-off. If they are not singing on a rooftop, you are all I need to get by. I don't give a fuck about the <laughs> show. Like, <laughs> sweet morning, dude. <laughs> Yo. Yeah. Can we have an episode where we talk about how old niggas used to put their heart and soul in the tracks and music? You know, I don't really hear nobody putting their heart and soul in shit now. I mean, future a little bit, but it's like Savage Church. A young boy put his whole shit in that joint. Like sweet morning, dude. I'm going to hear something like that. So, next topic. Have y'all actually <laughs> watched Bad Boys for Life? I seen it today. I seen it today as a matinee. I went to a matinee. Me, me and my baby even to go see it today. No, I'm hoping to go see it this week. I haven't seen it. I'll probably go. Maybe I'll go Friday. So, damn, should we talk about it? Well, not, not, you know what? Let's, let's save it for next week. We'll save it for next oh, week. Oh, let me tell y'all a secret. We, can, we don't have I to have do a plot. About can this. we talk about how we thought it was put together? We agree. We don't have to talk about the plot. Wait, I have a secret. What's the secret? I've only seen Bad Boys One. That's okay. Bad Boys Two is one of the greatest sequels. No, of I, all. and I just saw that like like maybe like two weeks ago. That's like the greatest sequel. Bad Boys Two is one of the greatest sequels of all yeah. time. Yeah. Honestly, I, I've I've seen that part with the KKK. Yeah, yeah. the devil is not welcome here, <laughs> Chris. So yeah, you got to see Bad Boys Two in order to get a just get it to get it. Yeah, I think yeah. I need to watch both again because. 
Like I said, yeah. I just saw Bad Boys for the you first time. You would literally, time. if you had a binge time to watch a trilogy of movies, that is a great binge. Bad yeah. Boys 1, 2, and 3, it's a great binge of movies to watch. Because hey, yes, that's my plan. Because Bad Boys 2 is literally, you know, a lot of times the, of, a, of a great movie, the sequel, be like, eh, that shit yep. wasn't that tight. The six, that was the one of the best sequels of we, in any movie franchise. Yep. Better than Fast and Furious, better than all, any movie that has a sequel, Bad Boys 2 is one of the best sequels ever. I will say, and, CJ, I have to cut you off, but Bad Boys is going to go the route of Fast and Furious. Just from what we saw. I, I see it. Like, yeah, I can see that happening. I can see that happening. I hope not. No, no, no not all the Fast and Furious. No, no. But y'all, but y'all won't be You're talking about like, top, like Hobbs and shit? Like it's on spin off. They are gonna have a spin off, <clears throat> but it, it it it's 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 lit. Trust me, it's lit, y'all. It's tight. But let me see what else. We'll, we'll save that. Uh, I'm trying to think what else we have on the docket. Oh, um, man, really hold on, hold on, great. Before we can, before we move on, we don't have to get the. Let me ask y'all this: Is Jaden Smith in it? Hell no, he's, he's not. Okay, but okay. We don't have to get him. <laughs> give the plot away, Greg. But. Go ahead. Without giving the plot of what, what happened, I think that was a great movie. Oh, yeah. And, and which one was Mike Lowry? That Mike, was Will, right? That's Will. Will, Will is okay. Mike Lowry. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, great movie. Was it not great? I loved it. I loved it, too. It yeah. was a great movie. Just when, you know, baby was like, oh, well, I love the movie. I was like, she only seen the second one. She just saw the second one two days ago, and now she in love with the Bad Boys movie. But that's all right. I'm, I'm with it. Baby like it, so I like it, too. But Hey, that's all that matters. <laughs> uh, it's, it's tight, though. It is tight. It is good. What else we got to talk about? Good. Um, I'm going to, and so I, I'll enjoy using my uh, legal <laughs> gift card that <laughs> I and I need to use. What is it? Is it Regal Thursday? So we uh, is it Wednesday or Thursday that Regal has the like eight dollar movies? Mm-hmm. AMC has Tuesdays for five bucks, and I go to AMC on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. That's where it's at. Like I'll do. Yeah. With it. But anyway, what else we have? Antonio Brown. Um, wow. That's that's, yeah, the, can, real, can that's the real fall from grace. <clears throat> that's the real fall from grace. Yeah, what's going that on? Motherfucker with that motherfucker's like Delonte. Yo. That motherfucker's like Delonte West. Oh no, like, we will be. I, I, I mean, if he keep going this route, he's gonna end up like Delonte. He really is. Segue into Delonte, but um, everybody <clears> said <throat> at the beginning of the season that the perfect hit really damaged. Um, and what makes it worse is now his baby mother, both of them, are coming out and saying that they hope he gets help and seeks. Mental health treatment. So I'm going to read a quote that she had said and put on Facebook. Um, no, his baby, she put on Instagram. She says, over the last few years, I've stood at the side of my children's father, Antonio Brown, and watched the rise and fall of an incredible man and athlete. Our children and I have distanced ourselves from him and our former home. Although we have parted ways, I wish nothing but the best for him. She went on, but obviously, like, that's the gist of it. She also said, Unfortunately, it seems Antonio has made questionable choices and continues to ignore the advice of people who love and support him. At this point, the boys and I are working on building a new life free from any impulsive, reckless, and unhealthy behaviors. My hope is that Antonio will get, uh, he will get help and seek the mental health treatment that he so desperately needs so that he can be a father to all of his children and that they need it and deserve. 
Wow. I don't know. I, I seriously hope, like, whatever he, whatever he's going through, whether, you know, <laughs> yeah, when he dies, his brain is definitely being studied for CTE. But I hope he gets whatever help he needs. It, it's clear. Like, you think he has CTE? I think he does. <laughs> but how? He played basketball. No, no. Before before we talk about before we talk about this part of Antonio Brown, can can we give people? Oh, you talking about Antonio Brown? I thought you said yeah. Delonte West. I'm like, wait, no, 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 no. no, no, no. We, we gonna talk about him later. But before mm-hmm. we before we talk about Antonio Brown, can we give the people perspective who's not um who who might, who might not be aware or educated on how good he was, Greg? Yeah. So okay, so I mean, Antonio Brown. Currently, right now, has he hasn't been in the league fully for what two years, a year now, yep. a year and a half now. He has eighty touchdowns. Jerry Rice has the receiving record of one hundred and twenty, one hundred and twenty nine, I believe, receiving touchdowns. If he would have stayed on course to be who he was, and he's only what he's not is he thirty yet? Is he even 30? no thirty one? Thirty one. He's thirty two in July. As a receiver with these new rules, he's he had a good. Five years of top production. And that's not saying he wouldn't play past five years from now, but as far as top production, five years, he has 80 touchdowns. He would have shattered Jerry Rice's touchdown record. He was on pace to shatter Jerry Rice. That's how good he is, how good he was. And the thing is, he's still good. He's, he's still, still good. good. His head's fucked up. Like, and the thing is, nobody is pulling him aside and like, yo, like, you need to sit down and evaluate the things you literally blew fifty dollars bro like <laughs> 30 million dollars and then the season yep 32 million dollars he threw away i don't know i didn't even think it was 32 i think it was 40 wow. he threw away 40 40 million dollars but that was just with <clears throat> oakland. he still blew another guarantee that was going to transfer from oakland to uh, New England that they said they were not giving him, which is like yo the twelve million yeah so yeah he lost out on he, he, it was twenty nine million with Oakland twenty nine million with Oakland and New England signed him to a two year twenty twenty five million dollar contract. Seasons though he lost out on <laughs> he lost out on almost fifty million dollars. Yeah, pretty being, being I mean being crazy being, being silly. <laughs> video shit. like I feel like he got to the point where he thought he was bigger than the game and you never make that mistake you're never never you're never bigger than the game you're nobody's ever big you can play the game better than people but you're never bigger than the game it's not gonna happen because people you gotta understand the game is more than just one person it's not boxing even in boxing you're not bigger than the game because it's gonna be somebody else they put in your spot at all times somebody's coming for your spot I don't want to be the person to say this first because I don't want to have a premonition go, but we've seen this behavior before. Um, they more recently have done a three-part documentary on literally like BTE and people who have like damaged, like I won't say damaged goods, but they're more so like a player that instead of going and rectifying the situation that they know they have, they just let it carry out. Aaron Hernandez, same situation. Player that yes, I actually want to go. I actually want to see that, see that, see that documentary. That's on Amazon Prime, right? No, it's on Netflix. It's and, on Netflix. Yeah. Uh, oh, I might be watching that tonight as I 
is yeah. I write we write my lesson plans. It's it's so crazy, to, and it's the receivers. Like the running backs are like you know we don't see it out of them as much, but these receivers. But Antonio Brown, this one hurts so bad because he was everybody's fave. Like he was always the player. he made me a very fan. Yeah, he wasn't a player that was bigger than a team. At Whenever shit would happen, like even with the Le'Veon Bell thing, he was like, "No, like no, bro, like you, my bro, like we need to work together in order to make this team better." Next thing you know, he's like bigger than light. We're like, Did, what happened? And everybody kept saying that it was because of the perfect hit. So I just hope it was a combination of things. It was the perfect hit, and Pittsburgh has a uh, they had a reputation. They will definitely bring in your replacement and let you know this guy's here. So when Juju started rising. Yep, he, it wasn't mentally. He wasn't actually. They started talking to Juju more because he's been double teaming. and Juju's pretty damn good. You know what I'm saying? So he was being a brat instead. Instead of riding to the cage and being like, "Okay, Juju, you my young and you gonna be my understudy," like a Chris Carter, Randy Moss type of situation, right? Exactly. He should have just been like, "Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna show you how to be the real deal," but I'm still the man. He instead of him. Showing with an example, he tried to just show out and like, oh, why, why y'all let? He started getting jealous of Juju because Pittsburgh was like, they, I mean, they was been a class organization. Like, look, Antonio, we know you the man. We already gave you an extension in your contract. We made you the highest paid receiver in the league. But whenever you decide to trip out, which they had a great insurance policy on that, mm-hmm. and you did trip out, <laughs> Juju's right here. We're not tripping off you. Yep. I just, I don't know. I just yeah. that he gets better because man, it was it's rough. So all the best to him and you know, more specifically those kids. Man, he got three kids. You just and really he, watching a man crumble. And, like he now, and, he, and he now has a warrant. So yeah. So I just that, that happened today. <laughs> right. That happened today. Like two hours ago. Not even today, two hours ago. Yeah. That right. broke two hours ago. Well, Pivoting slightly off that because I don't want it to be a really somber episode, but the whole Delonte West situation. I woke up to this, and you know, how can I put it? So Twitter has a situation where there are people who take news and spin it to be a joke when it was never a joke to begin with, and some things are just literally like it's mental health. Yeah, we're not on joke time right now. Um, seeing Delonte West literally in the position that he's in right now. And he's a homegrown guy. He's from the area. Yeah. And, you know, knowing that he's diagnosed with schizophrenia, it's like, what the fuck are y'all doing? Like, it's not even funny. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's really not. It's like wild as shit, but it's like, damn, nigga, like. Yeah. Like, in your head, like, you might be thinking those LeBron jokes and shit like that, but I'm like, it shows your character knowing that that's the first thing you tweet. I'm like, and my man was a cop who filmed him. Like, you a cop. Like, yeah. you a lame-ass cop, nigga. Now, Gotta be funny. And now you done and lost the, your goddamn yeah, job. He lost his job for that, right. The cop lost his job for filming him. I've always had a personal problem with people, and not just cops, just people in general, with, like, you know, shootings and fights and stuff like that. Like, the T.I. thing, we didn't even talk about that, but, you know, people filming this shit instead of breaking it up. Because... If somebody ends up dying and you catch that shit on film, you know you are actually a part of the crime at that point. So yep. I, I don't know if people take that shit seriously enough, but they should. And 
some people need to step outside of themselves and those retweets and those fucking likes and shit like that to know like wrong is wrong man. like the delante thing just tying it back in seeing that video at eight o'clock in the morning and it was phrased as a joke i'm like no that's somebody who's seeking help right there and can't get it right someone that clearly that, needs it exactly. so it's like at some point like seeing the you know the past like teammates and his uh, reach out throughout the day saying hey like you know i'm gonna do what i can you know this person said they're gonna do what they could lebron even came up and said hey you know i'll do what i can do and um what's the dude's name from dallas uh the owner he came out mark cuban yeah mark cuban said that he's gonna match every dollar that lebron gives him to help i'm like danny danny age offered him a scouting job yeah that, well, that was more so, it was like, he had had the scouting job, but he was, like, showing up absent a lot, but uh-huh. the was still there on the table for him, which was like, Art, like, y'all know he has, like, something, he needs to be in rehab, and I'm hoping yeah. that, I hope that, honestly, what is it, um, the, end was the NBA AP or something like that, the, basically the players who look out for the other players, I need them to, the, the players, the, the NBPA, yeah, I need them to do their fucking job. Chris Paul's not, I don't think he's president anymore, but whoever yeah, he still is. Is he still? I thought somebody else was president. They changed Mm-mm. like three years, right? Mm-mm. He's still president. Well, CP or whoever the fuck is there, like, step up, man. Like, I'm sure they are. I'm just saying this, like, in hyperbole, but it's like, y'all see this shit. And according to the players, this is something that's been happening before. They've known of this shit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just I hope for the best for him and his family. Again, you know, a father, a husband with kids and shit like that. Like, just just think of that. Think about them kids. Think about that wife who would have happened to him. What she got to go off? And you motherfuckers on Twitter, man. Like y'all are god did trash. It honestly made me delete Twitter this day. Like today, I was like, you know what? I can't even do this app. It was so much because negativity to me in 2020. Like I can deal with like the jokes when they're funny but some shit like i see it and nothing about that shit is funny it's like yeah it's not I'm really not it's not really. you i um mother i haven't been on social media since january one and i just said to myself i was like that shit was too toxic it just got way too toxic uh-huh. and just seeing other people be so negative all the time but i feel like ever since i stopped i've been feeling mad positive yeah and like even with like the show and everything like i'm hoping like we take a positive spin on things because we're all getting older we all have positivity going on in our lives and stuff like that but honestly there is time on this show for jokes you do something stupid you won't get it. you can get it it's just what it is but at the same time like that shit i'm not Jokes about AB and stuff like that, the Delonte West shit. No, absolutely not. But I'm gonna leave that where it is. Um, what else do we have? So, Bill apparently, you know, he ended up getting this girl pregnant. So, congratulations, you know, to the both of them. It seems like he's taking a positive turn off of what happened three, four years ago. Like things are just looking up for him. So, you know, shout out to him for just being a better person. Man, shout out to Meek. Meek been my nigga. I was riding with Meek through the whole Drake thing. You know, he I was, lost. He lost, but I was riding with him. It's just good seeing people like do better. Like, mm-hmm. um, let me see what else we got. But Ti got a studio. 
which I thought was really good news. So he purchased this really historic building. Uh, let me see. I don't know why the article is. So he actually purchased a historic silent studio that's in Atlanta. Um, there's not a lot of news on it, but congratulations to you. What else do we have on that? Um, I honestly don't want to talk about the Nick Cannon and um, Orlando. Oh. Okay, G, but you know what, though, Greg? Don't you know how we say the uh, Delonte West thing is not funny? Mm-hmm. Orlando Brown kind of is doing this. Mm-hmm. He's entertaining as fuck, though. Like, I can't even... I don't know. I, I, I put it on my, I put on my tweet that I said he's the internet treasure. Cause I, <laughs> why would you say that? Like, I was like, what? Oh no! He, he said Nick Cannon gave him a head in women's clothes. I'm like, what the fuck is what the fuck is going on right now? Yeah, that that part is funny, but it's like you already know he needs help. He's been seeing from the mountaintop for a good four or five years now. So we're just hoping for the best from him. But at the end of the day, a lot of these motherfuckers are going to catch because boy. Um, let me see who else. Actually, who is getting the jokes this week? Since we got to make something funny. Uh, who do we have? Oh, Hillary Clinton says that nobody likes or wants to work with Bernie Sanders. Mm. <laughs> and she uh, wonders why I, I, she's not I, president right now. I honestly can kind of probably see that because we know what he's promoting to the public. But what is he doing? Behind? He's an old white man that's trying to ride for the cause. It's like that nigga probably bitter as fuck behind the scenes. He probably doing the most. He probably thought he was supposed to win the last election. Nice. So he probably doing a whole bunch of silly shit. When I tell you fucking 2020 is going to this whole election, I am ready this time. At the end of the day, I'm voting for anybody that's not him. If fucking Oscar the Grouch jumps out of a trash can and says, you know what? <laughs> elect, you know what? Well, I'll be a grouchy nigga. Because that I can't have that nigga go for another four years. So when people say stupid shit like, oh, yeah, well, you know, I'm for Bernie. And if he doesn't get the electoral vote and it's not him, like I'm not voting. Y'all are the fucking reason why. Shit, at this point, I'm ready to vote for fucking Flavor Flav. I'm fucking. That is my motto. Anybody but him. And even though I know in my heart of hearts, we still got another four with him. We've been talking about it for two years, CJ. When we have, Mm -hmm. we've been saying He's going to fuck it up for another four years. We didn't even touch on the World War Three shit that happened at the beginning of 2020. Um, He's been kind of quiet this week, which means by Friday, it's going to be a fucking disaster. Whenever he goes for more than three days, shit gets rough. Yeah, it does. And Chris, I want to ask you a question on this because I'm um, my thing was, OK, so it came out that I guess the leader that he put that he, you know, eventually ended up killing. Mm-hmm. They had a they had a hit out on them. Yeah. What was it? Uh, eighty million? Eighty million dollar hit on 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 on, on uh, Trump's head? Some shit like that. Million. But you know we can't see these things because there's no. But it's like, yo, y'all giving us all the information. Y'all, it's them that's putting the shit out. So it's like, are we stupid for regurgitating the news that y'all give us and you say it's fake news? But y'all are doing. It? Uh, it's, just, it's really weird to me. And I know as much as Q follows politics, he tapped out last year. But somebody he was like, "Yo, I, I, hey Q, this is a whole joke, isn't it? Isn't that a, a, a joke with the 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 bouncy on 
I mean, as far as just the whole I mean, the whole Trump administration has been a joke. You know, I <clears throat> I I really have Trump fatigue now. I'm tired of talking about motherfucker. <laughs> I'm tired of talking because it's literally it's it's not like you can't it's not like you can go a week um without him doing something stupid or crazy or his administration doing something stupid, crazy what the fuck producing. This shit is literally coming in like every every two to three hours. Yep. <clears throat> it's like just me it it's like okay, like in football, you pressure the quarterback, you pressure the quarterback, you hit the receiver, the offense breaks down. That's how it feels now. Like the Trump administration is the 49ers and they're just blitzing the hell out of Rogers. Mm-hmm. There's nothing you can do. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's literally or like the Trump administration is like Kansas City and Mahomes just like, all right, I'm gonna throw it 48. Touchdown, 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 touchdown. There's nothing you can do about it. There's nothing you can literally, literally, like every two to three hours, not even days. Because it used to be days. It used to go two to three, it used to go two, two, two or three days without um him doing doing, saying. Or whatever, something, something crazy, stupid, outlandish. This shit is happening. It's literally happening. Happening. Something comes out, leaks, drips every two to three hours. That's because now, Q, we've gotten to a situation where we're not giving him the same attention we were given two or three years ago. But he's like, you know what? I'm gonna just do every fucking thing. I saw an article today. Like, it was you know how Apple News will just send you like Trump shit, and even though you can say mute Trump shit, it's like okay, we ain't gonna say. Trump did it. We're just going to say the administration now. That's the new thing. It's the administration fuck shit up. I'm like, okay, whatever. So they had mentioned about Trump like eradicating uh, Michelle Obama's, uh, what is it? The, uh, the school lunch. Thing. The school lunch program. We're still... The, 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 the nutrition standards. It's because he is obsessed over... He is, he's obsessed over anything Obama. He wants to erase... His goal in life is to erase any mention that this man existed. Let me, let me just explain to you what, what's happened in the past, we'll say the last four days, okay? Wow. So, he violated the law by withholding aid. He's also, Trump has also been sued by the ACLU, uh, ACLU for his asylum agreement in Guatemala. He pressed for prayer in school. Then he lied when he Claimed that the, there were no U.S. troops that had been harmed in the Iranian missile strike, knowing that didn't happen. He's also been sued by multiple states over his plan to cut food stamps. After that, he altered photos of women's marches. Uh, he spread conspiracy theories about the impeachment and Nancy Pelosi. I remember that shit. That just happened. That was what last Friday. Um, yeah, that was. Yep. Let me see. Um, more recently, it was revealed that the Republican House Intelligence Committee member Devin, what is it, Devin Nunes, had been in contact with Lev Partners and is likely to be involved in the Ukraine scandal. Abolished end-to-end encryption to give law enforcement unfettered access to personal data. That was a big thing. 
because Apple came out yesterday and had mentioned that they are trying to tighten their security for end to end encryption. Trump just tweeted that it's not fair that Apple can have wants all criminals' records on their phones to be exposed. Also, he's erased firearm export rules today. He also is moving to Nick's healthy lunch requirements. That's also been updated today. And finally, which happened three hours ago, he blocked new evidence and witnesses from the impeachment trial. Oh. So in a grand total of things that have happened to Trump since, what, day one, we are at 1,770. Just, oh. Uh, although, oh, and then to, uh, just two hours ago, this is what he said. Trump says that we should protect the inventor of the will. The will was invented five, 5,500 years ago. Literally, he said that. He is a shit. <clears throat> I, don't, I don't have any answers anymore. Man. I'm actually- so my thing is, this is the question I always ask everybody. How was he ever qualified to even run for this position? What happened? What happened he, at that point where he was qualified to run for president? He was the white people's use, useful idiot. That's the only thing. Is there no type of qualification? Because in this case, that means all I got to do is make a whole bunch of money and then run for president. No. It, could, it was a joke. I'm just saying, is there, is there no type of requirements or or, 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 or like a, 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 a qualifications to run because in my field of uh, a, a career I have to have requirements and qualifications to apply for a certain job so for the president of the United States is there no requirement or qualifications to run for this position other than fucking money Man, he was never a politician I'm t- there there's certain articles that I read and it's like, okay, like remember when we were talking about global warming like five or six years ago and we were thinking, oh, that shit's a joke. Now we're all like, oh, it's global warming. Does that read an article today about the fact that they are trying to uh, use, what is it like? Cry- What's the shit that LeBron used? Cryotherapy or something like that where they freeze, mm-hmm. you. they freeze your body to make sure your muscles are good. That was just the beginning. They are charging people now $200,000 to freeze their bodies when they are dead to revive them and you know, a couple de- you know, a couple decades from now, hoping that they can do some demolition man type of shit and bring them back to life, which means they already have this shit planned. They already know what they're doing 50, 60 years out. They're like, oh, for two hundred thousand dollars, we will freeze your body and hope that we can go and revitalize you and they're gonna start chipping bodies and stuff like that. So you're gonna end up having those movies like gamer and stuff like that, all that shit's gonna come into existence. And it's the Republican Party that's actually a part of that. They're the ones that backed it, which is ironic to me because I was like, wait, they're going to freeze people for $200,000 a piece? A lot of us ain't got $200,000. Oh, of, of course the Republicans are behind it. I mean, this is the party that is shredding the Constitution to cover up Lord Damp Nuts oh, yeah. abuses the power. And it, I, I'm... I'm tired of talking about this idiot. I, I really am. And I really am. Like, a roach can come out and say, hey, I'm running for president. You know what? God damn it. I'm voting for your ass. You're, you're vermin, but you're better than you're better than that piece of shit that's, in the, that, that's currently squatting in the White House right now. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm in a really shitty mood after today. This was supposed to be a good episode, but there was a lot of bad news to start out with. <laughs> it was a lot. Um, 
you know what? Let's just get out of here. Hey, do you have the Wi-Fi password? Common words everyone has said in an airport, coffee shop, or any public place with free internet. Don't fall victim to internet hackers while using free internet thanks to NordVPN. NordVPN is one of those services you tell yourself you don't need until it's too late. We've used the NordVPN to browse the web, check bank accounts, and even stream apps like Netflix. It's the only VPN service that lets you bypass ISPs, perfect for when your job has sites you frequent like Facebook is blocked. It's the best VPN service you can get for both price and performance. Install NordVPN on up to six devices, including your smartphone, tablet, and desktop, and experience the service for yourself. Start protecting yourself and your content with NordVPN by heading over to nordvpn.com forward slash YBAB at checkout and save 75% on your subscription. Let them, you know, let's go to what's bothering us there. So honestly, this episode kind of bothered me. <laughs> I, I was hoping for a lot. We've had a good show. It's just sad that we're starting a decade right where we ended it. With, uh-huh. you know, obviously, like Tyler Perry ain't shit, but I mean, sometimes he makes some good shit. It's just the acting's bad. Um, the whole Antonio Brown and Delonte West thing, like, you know, we're hoping for the best. For that. And it will get better because we want it to. Um, Boosie is still probably the best thing that's happened in 2020 so far. So we'll talk about him next week when we have a pop. Um, oh, April um, and Lil Fizz broke up. So we're going to expound on that one because we said it was going <coughs> to We knew that shit went on last. We definitely going to talk about that next week. Um, so what's bothering y'all? If y'all have anything that's bothering you. Um... Only thing I would say is bothering me is people still being surprised by double standards. Like double standards, that's an argument that can happen anytime at any given moment. But the society that we lived in, that we were raised in, in America, double standards is a thing. So I'm kind of getting a little sick and tired of on both sides, not just saying it from a male standpoint, even speaking for the females also. I am sick and tired of the double standards. Okay, this is a beautiful woman. Court this beautiful woman as she wants to be courted. Not saying spoil her to where she's taking advantage of you, to where it's like, okay, damn, I can't, what you going to do in return? Obviously, that needs to be a thing that's discussed between the two parties or whatever you all want to do. But I am sick and tired of the surprise by the double standards because we know that that's just something that exists on the male and the female part. Like, I, I, I will defend the females and I will defend the males. I will defend the humans <laughs> on both parts of the devil standard. Like, it's just a, it's, that's society. That is what we're dealing with. That's what we up against. Deal with it. Get the job done. You feel me? Like, that's just how I feel like, yeah, okay, oh, why do I have to buy this and do that and do this? Because you're a fucking man in America and that's what the fuck is expected of us. But I know it's progressive times and women are making a lot more money for themselves. But if a woman still wants to be treated like a woman, she's like a fucking woman. The money you do have, the money you do have, whatever you do make, whatever income you do make, don't even count her fucking coins. You don't have to. You don't have to. Hey, baby, I can take care of you in this type of way. I can take care of you like this. Whatever I need to, whatever void you need to, to be filled, I will fill it. And that's not just saying for um, heterosexual couples for gay couples also. 
double standards exist. So it's going to be a thing. So just deal with it and get through it. We're not at the point right now as a society, as a civilization, to where it's not a thing. It's a thing right now. And if you want to make that connection with the person and stop trying to go against what's in place and being all, you know, being a rebel and all that, and then you on, by the holidays, you fucking lonely and you talking shit about you being lonely and all that. Mm. If you're going to be that person, stand up and be that fucking, stand up and be the, stand up and meet the expectations. That's all I'm saying. Okay. That's what's bothering me. That's it. What about you, Q? What's bothering me? What? What? Oh, God. Again? Now, I've been on a really, I've been on a really good roll. The past couple of the, the the past couple of months, they don't really things have been going the up and up, on the up and up. What's bothering me is with, with, I'm trying to put this without making it personal. <laughs> um, what's bothering me is when funds are sent to take care of. To take care of things that you know for you you're responsible for, and then they're not being not being spent profitly. Oh yeah, Greg, you already know what I'm talking about. We're going to leave it there, <clears throat> and and then you know when you miss a payment because. All of your bills and everything, they all came due mm-hmm. at the same time. So it's like, okay, I gotta survive. Yes, I, I know what I'm responsible for, but I gotta survive too, and I gotta make sure that I gotta make sure, you know I gotta make sure that I have a roof over my head, that I have food in where I stay, that I'm ha- I have a way to get to and from work to to and from work. The thing that's allowing me to pay for these things, mm-hmm. and you blow everyone you blow everyone's phone up when I'm like, I don't have it. I can't. I, I'm not the I'm not the I'm not the United States Treasury. I can't print money. Can't make the shit appear out of thin air. I'm not a magician. It doesn't grow. You know, money doesn't grow on trees. It's pen, it's printed from the byproduct of a tree, but it's but it doesn't grow on a tree. Mm-hmm. Be reasonable, like, and when you get. Like if you if you're given money for a specific purpose, use it for that specific purpose, not on other things that have nothing to do with what the money that you're paid is supposed to be spent on. Mm. And then and then when I ask for more, oh. no, this is what this is the this no this is the amount that we agreed to. This is the amount that you're going to get. And if you're not being, if it's not being spent properly, then I'm going to give it to someone else. I'm going to give it to someone that will spend it properly on what it's supposed to be spent for. Because that's literally how I feel. Or if you don't like that, if you don't like that, 
then, you know, there's another remedy, the legal remedy, and that's fine, too. Bingo. Mm. Well, there it is. And that's what's bothering me. <laughs> well, on a positive note, everybody, we are back. We will be back every week. Um, next week, we're going to have nothing but positivity, including shit that is that. Um, we are bringing that back. We're going to expound a little bit more on the baby and the fight and all the other stuff we talked about in this episode that was positive. Um, and I'm going to try to find a way to watch the Tyler Perry movie and positive things about it. <laughs> so until next week, where can they find y'all on social media? You can find me at Quad CJ Money 2 on Instagram and Quad CJ Money on Twitter and CJ Jackson on Facebook. You can find me on Twitter at QDZ1906. New Instagram name has not has not been that been introduced yet because I haven't changed it. Um, but I'm not going to put that out there because that you'll 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 see when it is when I decide that I want to be on Facebook uh, that I want to be on Instagram more than ten seconds because it sucks. That is true, but bad biddies in there. But we'll talk about that on another day as well. So until next week, we will see you. Y'all be easy.